Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Based Monster Serial. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Best monster cereal. Best monster cereal. Best monster cereal. I'm your self-doubt. Best monster cereal. Oh, the worst monster of all. That's right. (laughs) Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Oh, secretly we were all the villain all along. But isn't it about the friends we made along the way? It is. We are here in my home. It's very spooky. I put up my Halloween decorations. We're here together. Recording an episode together. This is so exciting, brother. I feel like I'm in the combination of a dorm room and a seance for breakfast. (laughs) I'm very excited about both. Also... Did you move a TV? Well, you have a TV on your wall out there. Yeah. Which, where, where the couch is. Mm-hmm. You have a bigger TV here. On the kitchen wall. Does Steve Kornacki come over and do his predictions here? Yes. He stands in front of the big wall when he does his corn hub segments yeah. on MSNBC. <laughs> so here's the thing. Fred has been moving and he had this, this was his old TV. They got a new one and he yeah. was like, do you want my old TV? I was like, yeah, I'll find something to do with it. So I hung it up in the kitchen. I've never watched anything on this except like 10 hour YouTube videos of backgrounds. Sure. So I will sit in here and I, I have one. I made a whole list of them. I have one that's like Italian cafe. So sure. I'm sitting in an Italian cafe. <laughs> I figure much like modern Broadway musicals, I'm going to use screens to do my decorating for me. All of my scenic design will be done through videography. Oh, when I had these going the other night, it was amazing. On this one, I had a spooky Halloween scene uh-huh. on the TV in the living room. I had a 10-hour loop of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. <laughs> and then I had a projector aimed at the curtain in the living room yeah. with the three hitchhiking ghosts. Wow. Yeah. So I will totally do decoration by screen. Oh, and Georges Méliès movies. That's the other oh, one. Of course. Like yes. Out. The but, Devil and Magic. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So yeah, that's why I have a TV in the kitchen. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I just, it, it struck me as odd. And now I know. <laughs> Thank you for the, for the education. Also, so, it's the background on my YouTube show that I haven't told you about yet, Hal. <laughs> it's where I put my data. <laughs> this is the data screen over my shoulder. Oh, wow. Yes. I see the information that there are numbers running on it right now. Yeah. You know what those numbers mean? I don't. Tell exactly. Me. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so it's just the normal YouTube data show. They don't want you to know. They really don't. And they, they have succeeded. <laughs> I don't Congratulations. Know. I have no idea. Good job. Good job, big brother. Uh, but we're not here to talk about big brother. We're here yes. to talk about General Mills monster cereal lineup born in 1971 mm-hmm. with the creation of Count Chocula and Boo Berry as a dueling breakfast cereals for kids. Literally, who can be the sweetest? Yes. Uh, the world's sweet cereal is what they each want to be, which is a hilarious goal to have. You want to be the world's sweet cereal. Yeah, world domination. There can be only one. Wants, yeah, every yeah. monster wants that. Give us your, uh, as I've said, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, I have never had any of these cereals, to my knowledge. I may have like, you know, oh, okay, I guess that's what counts. You know, but never... Yeah. 
I could never really, I've never eaten like a regular bowl of any of these, um, or eaten them on the reg. You have already completed one box of Count Chocula right. for the holiday season, yes. which I love. I feel like I'm coming into this, the Katanji Brown Jackson of this particular Supreme Court decision, mm-hmm. or I- maybe the Brett Kavanaugh, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I did not have a lot of sugar cereal as a kid, but definitely mm-hmm. when I got older, I tried each of these. And then during the lockdown phase of the pandemic, I got mm-hmm. really into like these sugar cereals because we all found something that brought us comfort. Generally, people found some food that they loved and they would, they oh, would yeah. get it. So I would get all sorts of sugar cereal, including the inaugural Monster Mash, which is the mix up of what's supposed to be a mix up of, of all the cereals. It's really just berry flavored cereal with different marshmallows in it, which was a huge bummer to me. You will see in videos when we do our town halls over my head on top of my shelves. Uh, there is a box of it. I have an unopened box because it was the anniversary. It yeah. was the 50 year anniversary of the monster cereals. And that felt like a big deal. And I was in my breakfast cereal era then. So I made sure to get two boxes, one to try. And I think I had a bowl of it and then it got stale and I threw it out eventually. It was just no good. It was just not good. I think you're yeah. going to find the one thing that's very difficult to do mm-hmm. is fruit flavor. Yeah. Like, Which is why Fruit Brute initially failed. Yes, the werewolf. Because nobody really knew what the flavor was. Was it some guest cantaloupe? Mm-hmm. Most will credit it as being lime flavored. Yeah. So actually, because of that, and because of the inability of us to get Fruit Brute, yeah. I don't even know if they re-released it this year or if it was just yeah. a few grocery stores still had last year's version. I think it's probably very limited edition if it's um, out there. Sorry to all the Quentin Tarantino fans out there. That is the one that is, of course, in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction yeah. as a little Easter egg. We have replaced Fruit Brute in our taste test portion of this episode today with another cereal, which we will reveal later. Yes, I was tasked with finding the last two because yeah. you couldn't locate Carmella Creeper. No, I could locate Carmella Creeper. You what I get did, <laughs> no, I grabbed, I, they were side by side oh. at the grocery store. I just went, great, grabbed two boxes. And then when I got home, I looked and both of the boxes were Monster Mix or Monster Mash oh, Remix. I thought you got one for yourself and one for us to try. <laughs> no, that's why I had two boxes. I have, I bought, there are six family size boxes of Monster Cereal here right now. And this is a normal <laughs> day for me, homie. This is amazing. I'm very excited to try these. Before we jump into that, yeah. let's talk about criteria for this episode. Obviously, it's, we're dealing with, the taste of the cereal itself is mm-hmm. going to be maybe, maybe a 50%, 50 plus one weight on whoever ultimately wins this episode, perhaps. I don't know where we're going to go with all that. Uh, a little sad that it's gone from oat and rice cereal, the original, uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and has moved to corn. I say that only because it feels less special that it's corn, not because I have any affinity for the original versions. And I guess neither do you because <laughs> yeah. you started your sugar cereal phase during the pandemic. So this yeah. is these cereals as they are now. I mean, I started these in the pandemic. I've yeah. been on the sugar cereal. As soon as I got to college, I know I've talked about this before. Like I wasn't allowed to have sugar cereal growing up. So then I got to college. I was like, oh, all sugar cereal? Thank you. Yep, all oh, the time. You turn a wheel in the dining hall and it just pours into a bowl and no one is stopping me? I can go up for seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, whatever I want? Doctor, come back over here. Take a look at the this one down here. Yes, right here at this end of the uh, at the uh, this end of the maze. He just keeps turning that wheel. 
Look how much cereal this is. I don't ever want to leave here. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> so uh, we will we will dive into the flavor of these cereals. We will yes. also, as a, as a separate category of its own, mm-hmm. we're going to look at the milk for these cereals. Yes. And we are going to uh, taste test the milks. We have some cups set up. We've got a whole funnel system ready to go to strain the cereals and to give us a clean round of taste testing all of the milks without it having just come on the heels of that particular cereal. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know you want to pour them in cups. I'm telling you, I can eat all the cereal and then lick it out of the bowl. Yeah. Like I, a dog. But we're, yeah. How we're at work right now. Do that when it's your when it's on your own time. This is for the people of the world, Hal. Me, this is not just about us eating bowls of cereal. Let me just ask a question. Uh, well, two questions. First of all, that hole in the ceiling above your is that the exhaust vent? Yes. It is located so far above. It's just a hole in the ceiling. It's a hole in the ceiling. Like it yeah. looks like there would be a hood vent. It looks like somebody took the hood vent and comically shoved it up into the ceiling. And yes, that's exactly what happened. That was one. Number two is. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was thinking for the sake of science, mm-hmm. uh, for the like real world, like in the real world, you would eat the cereal and then you would drink the milk out of the bowl. You wouldn't pour mm-hmm. it into a cup, but I will, we can bring the cups, but I we will do the cups for the sake of science. Cause I, as you are, I'm a person of science. Yes, we are. Well, we want, we want to have uh, as few variables as possible. Yes. In our testing. Um, do you want to dig in? Yeah, well, before we dig in, yes, uh, because I know that's going to be the bulk of this episode, and once we dig in, I think it's going to be tough to dig out. True. So I would like to talk at the top of this episode about the genesis of these cereals, mm-hmm. the driving force of these cereals, arguably the more valuable element of these cereals considering their marketing capabilities, and that is the character's themselves. Yes. The characters that come with each of these cereals, because there originally were just two, and it was a binary choice and an argument in every commercial. They basically did this episode in every single commercial, and that is Count Chocula himself, a Dracula-esque figure in brown instead of black with some very heavy 1970s sideburns and some very Martin Scorsese eyebrows. Sure. And big poofy hair. And then Frankenberry, who the ghost of Bing Crosby, does he have a hat and a bow tie? No, that's that's not Frankenberry. That's Booberry. Booberry. Oh, Frankenberry is the Frankenstein's monster. I yes. forgot Frankenberry's. Yes, Frankenstein's monster, but his head is shaped like a heart. It's yes, it's a huge heart shaped head. He's yes. wearing. He's like steampunk version though. Yeah, the design of that character is so good. It's uh, designed by the same guy that did the Tricks Rabbit in '59 when they mm-hmm. came up with these in '71. It's um. It's Frankenstein's monster's head. Mm-hmm. But he, in addition to the two neck bolts, he also has two little radars sticking out where his ears are with yeah. the little antenna sticking out. Sticking out of one side of his head, he has a little whistle pipe, like, whoo, steam thing. Yeah. And out the other side, he has a little radial gauge. Yep. And he's wearing goggles. He's the coolest steampunk yeah. version of Frankenstein's monster. I love it. He's like if Frank and Barry went to like Comic-Con cosplay or like what there's got to be like a steampunk con. I'm sure there's like steam con. Oh I, yeah. I'm sure I've heard of that before where it's like 
they have like a who who's wearing the most goggles contest and <laughs> like who has the most uh, bronze or copper on their person who has the most goggles i'm just yeah. picturing them like if you were laying down it would look like a tower coming up from your face uh-huh. but just like sticking way out on your face yeah. to an to an infinite point weighing you down and the, yeah. just, everybody's like did i win like, there's a little crutch see. on the far end like the moon telescope in voyage <laughs> yeah. to the moon yeah standing it up sure of course otherwise <laughs> Uh, everything would collapse under the weight of all those goggles. <laughs> but yeah, it's a steampunk. If Frankenstein decided a steampunk for Comic-Con. Yeah. And his head is shaped like a strawberry. Yes. Strawberry-shaped head. And so these were the original two characters. Yes. You know what? Actually, I think the best way to talk about these characters and their evolution as characters mm-hmm. would be to take a look chronologically at the commercials that came out of these two characters. All right. Let's see a And clip. the other characters. Let's see a clip. Thanks, Ken. That was great. Um, you know what? I'll give you the brief synopsis summary rundown. Yeah, top line it for me. Sure, top line it for you. Mm-hmm. Count Chocula comes out in 1971 and introduces that his chocolate cereal has chocolate sweeties. And then Frankenberry appears, but mine has strawberry sweeties. And they spend the next couple of years going back and forth, arguing about whose cereal is better until some innocuous thing scares them at the end of every commercial. Yeah. Then a few years into the process, Boo Berry shows up. Boo Berry wears a little straw boater hat and a bow tie. This is the one I believe that is the- Bing Crosby's ghost. Bing Crosby's ghost, but with the voice of Peter Lorre- and voiced by Paul Freese. So it's sure. Paul Freese doing Peter Laurie doing Bing Crosby as a ghost. Doesn't matter all of those uh now dead celebrities. Maybe that's who this ghost is because that ghost scares Count Chocula and Frankenberry and, and they go running away. Sure. Then they, and Frank, then it, now it's Frankenberry and, and Count Chocula against the ghost. Sure. And they are doing everything they can to catch the ghost and they catch Booberry. And yet still somehow at the end of every commercial, Booberry does something to make them both run away in fear. Yes. Uh, side note, at this point in time, the first toy that was introduced in the box to go along with Booberry was a kazoo, a Booberry themed kazoo that they did not refer to as a kazoo. They called it a Boo Hooter. Why wouldn't they call it a kazoo berry or a kaboo berry? Kazoo, yeah. I don't know, man. No. It was a boo hooter. Ugh. I know. That was the worst episode of Mad Men when they came up with that one. Uh, <laughs> well, they redeemed themselves by then making Booberry the apex character of this. It would sure. be Chocula and Frankenberry arguing, and then Booberry would show up and the two of them would run away screaming. Sure. Followed, of course, by Fruit Brute, who appeared maybe 80, 79, something yeah. like that. The werewolf. Fruit Brute appears and he just howls fruit, brute. Yeah. And his cereal tanks because it's fruit and not great. Because it sucks? (laughs) Yeah, because it really sucks. Nobody really knows the werewolf in bright colored overalls the way they know Dracula and Frankenstein. (laughs) It was like if if, uh, Doug Henning was a... It was a werewolf. Yeah, exactly. It was magic. (laughs) When the full moon is out, it's magical. So then uh, now things start to get weird and the commercials take a whole other direction. They do a musical together Mm -hmm. where Frankenberry is feeling himself in this musical. Chocula looks like he's just going along with it. But Frankenberry is really into it. 
It turns out Frankenberry is into a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> over the next few commercials, Frankenberry becomes a baseball player. Yeah. A scientist. Uh huh. He gets super into camping. Sure. He becomes a painter. Why not? And a violinist. And he's on cocaine. And he's on so much cocaine. Listen, it was the end of the 70s. Why, why do you think he was doing all those? Things? Hey, you know what? I'm going to get into baseball. And you know what else? I think, I think I'd be good at the violin. I never tried it before, but I think if I picked it up, but like, like when I hear it, it's very calming to me. So I think I could play it. What are you doing, Frankenberry? I'll be right out. <laughs> Frankenberry, you've been in there for a while. <laughs> Meanwhile, right during all of this, yeah. Count Chocula does nothing except show up and try to tell the kids who Frankenberry has inevitably roped into watching him play violin right. or baseball. Chocula shows up and is just like, hey, kids, secretly, try mine. It's better. <laughs> So this goes on for a little while, and then they start – the commercials become live action. So it's Chocula and Frankenberry with live action kids, right. and it's just them putting kids in terrible danger. Yep. It starts simply enough them walking outside the haunted house. The next one, they're in the bar playing pool yeah. at this haunted house. Sure. The next one after that, they're on a pirate ship together. Correct. And the kids are captaining the pirate ship. That's right. They are putting children in very serious danger. But every one of the commercials from this era ends delightfully with the kids making fun of them. One of them will go, Try can't Chocula. And the other one will go, I like Frankenberry. It's like, it ends with children mocking them. Yeah. Which makes it so wonderfully delightful. Then Boo Berry comes back onto the scene. Boo Berry meets them where they are. He meets them in the library. Yeah. And now Boo Berry is just another one of the guys who is arguing and then gets scared at the end when something happens. We have now introduced you to the main characters. Later on in the 80s, Yummy Mummy shows up for a couple of seasons of this particular show. Gone. Gone, Yummy Mummy. Gone. Yeah. He was trying to replace Fruit Brute, but the problem with Fruit Brute wasn't that he was a werewolf. It's that the flavor was either cantaloupe or lime. Do you think Yummy Mummy is actually Fruit Brute in disguise trying to get back in there? Like, you know what? They're not into the werewolf thing. I'm going to I'm gonna get some rolls of toilet paper. I'm going to wrap myself up in them, and I'm Yummy Mummy. Say, Mommy, why do you have a muzzle? Because I'm fruit. Yummy mommy. What was that? I will pull on this toilet paper. Fruit brute. Fruit brute. Sorry. Um, Fruit brute. Yes. (laughs) You don't like me very much, do you? (laughs) So that basically brings us up to where we are now, which introduces a brand new character to the monster serial verse. Yeah. And we'll talk about her later on when we get to that particular serial serial. But let's talk about the characters. I will make my argument. I know Count Chocula is far more in the zeitgeist, generally speaking. Yeah. And is way more pop. I mean, he was an SNL character. Yep. And I I believe even defeated Frankenberry when we did our mascot madness for March one year. Yes. Empirically better. I don't think so. Because he doesn't have a whistle sticking out of his head? Because he doesn't have a whistle sticking out of his head. (laughs) He's just, they took Dracula and they went, what if we make him brown? They took Frankenstein's monster and went, what if we put a whistle in his head and gave him a meter and gave him some little radars? Also, he plays violin. Also, he's a scientist. Also, he plays basketball and baseball. And he's on cocaine. And he's on so much cocaine. He's on cocaine. Cocaine. Jeez, this guy. It's definitely not Booberry. 
No, Booberry does as a character. Booberry does nothing. He's yeah. He's not much of anything. It's gonna. I, I think ultimately it's gonna be about these two. I think it's ultimately gonna come down to flavor. Yeah, to what tastes the best? And you may be shocked at what mm-hmm. you discover. I get that a Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. with a bunch of gadgets sticking out of his head is way more is, fun is than good. a than just a but Dracula but in brown. I also think that Count Chocula is a way better pun. It fits better than Franken yeah. Frankenberry. Like you're really you're really ramrodding it in there. Yeah. Like I you couldn't know. come up with anything else for that. <laughs> Chocula rolls off the tongue. It makes it there's something about Count Chocula that makes sense. There's yeah. a chocolate vampire. He Dracula's all the chocolate out of things. <laughs> he loves chocolate. He never Dracula's. That's the thing. He never that neither yeah. of like I mean, I guess Frankenberry doesn't, you know, monster yeah. whatever that is. He doesn't Throw a village kid in the river. Yeah. But like, you have the opportunity. You've got Count Chocula. Give him something to suck chocolate out of. Well, he wants to turn the kids into vampires who will suck the chocolate milk out of the bowl. This is, is, in what era of the mythology is this? This is from the get go. It was there the whole time. You just never noticed it. I got to go back and check out all of these. You think, first of all, Count Chocula is a real person. It's based on Vlad Chepish. Vlad the Chocolatier, yeah. who who <laughs> lived near the Impaler guy. Sure. He used to imp- he used to impale bonbons yeah. on little toothpicks. Uh-huh. So you need to st- that was yeah. when you knew the store was closed. <laughs> and he would turn people into chocoholics. And they were like later uh, on, they were like, Hey, wouldn't it be funny if chocolate Dracula, Chocula? But then yeah. they were like, Hey, there's this real guy. And his whole thing was getting people hooked on chocolate. So now Count Chocula is doing the same. So we're all his little Renfields yeah. when we eat that cereal, especially when you drink the milk. Interesting. Drink the milk. Drink yes. the, yeah. Feed of the milk. So when Graham Croker came up with Count Chocula, mm-hmm. he based it on historical figure. Historical Prince Vlad. Yeah. Now, Frankenberry's pure fiction, that didn't happen. That's true. Fruit Brut did happen. Weird. Fruit Brute did happen. Yeah. And then he got a TV show and changed his name to Doug Henning. That's right. Well, actually, it's Alf. <laughs> Gordon Shumway is Fruit Brute. A lot of people are, aren't ready to hear that, but wow. I'm here to blow the lid off of all of it. Holy moly. And uh, Carmela Creeper is just a... She's one of the brats, but now yeah. this is her new gig, right? <laughs> one, of the, one of them died. <laughs> she's the brats that died. Tragically. <laughs> Tragically. <laughs> But now she's reborn again as a serial monster. Let's take a break. Yes. Right now, when we come back, we're going to put these to the ultimate test. Feels like Frankenberry is in the lead in the mascot discussion. I think Frankenberry in the mascot, but we, th- this is really going to be, like I said, 51% yeah. is going to be the flavor. Yeah. If we're, we're at an impasse, that's gonna, when we'll come back. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to put our cereals where our mouths are and really figure out which one of these is the best. We'll be right back. People say not to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Which is why here on Just the Zoo of Us, we judge them by so much more. We rate animals out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics, taking into consideration each animal's true strengths, like a pigeon's ability to tell a Monet from a Picasso or a polar bear's ability to play basketball. Guest experts like biologists, ecologists, and more join us to share their unique insight into the animal's world. Listen with friends and family of all ages on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. It's the final week of Co-Optober. I'm Kira Gowan, Ad Operations Specialist, and I'm here with... 
Daniel Barwella, technology and data specialist. To cap off National Co-op Month, we're sharing how worker-owned co-ops can benefit their communities. Read about it in our newsletter or on social media at MaxFunHQ. We're also trying to do our part. We're volunteering at our local food bank this week, and we encourage you to volunteer in your area, too. On Friday, we're announcing the donation that you helped raise in the post-Max Fund Drive sticker sale, going to five food banks across the U.S. And we want to make sure you know that this is your last chance to get our limited edition Co-op Launch Crew merch. Grab a pin, hat, shirt, or hoodie before they disappear at the end of the month. Details on merch, resources for volunteering, and all things Co-Optober can be found at MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. Thank you so much for your support and have a great Co-Optober. Mark, you've never had these before. Not to my, not memorably so. It would be disingenuous of me to say I know for a fact I've never had these. Okay. Where would you like to start? I would like to go chronologically. Okay, so you want to start with Count Choc. Count Chocula, uh, if this, yeah, because they came out at the same time, both uh-huh. released simultaneously, but yes. in order of appearance in the commercial, it's Count Chocula. Now these all have the same shape for those of you out there. The cereal pieces look like ghosts, mm-hmm. and then there are different shaped marshmallows, marbles. Uh, the ghosts came about in the, uh, they were previously different shapes. The ghosts came around in 1987 when they changed ad companies. Yeah. And the animation from that era, by the way, is great. Okay. They're be- they almost look like plimptoons. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So now they're, they're both bats and moons. In the marshmallows. In the marshmallows. Uh, another thing we didn't talk about, the reason that we're doing the milk this way, or did we mention this before? The mm-hmm. reason that we're doing the milk is because scientifically they figured out a way to change the makeup of the milk in the cereal bowl, and that was their big draw. All right, here's my first bite of Count Chocula. It's good, isn't it? Does it taste like an Oreo cookie a little bit if it was a cereal? It tastes like an Oreo cookie in the mildness of the chocolate, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah, I think it's really good. Surprisingly mild, the chocolate in that. Yeah, and that lets the marbits kind of pop out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're referring to marshmallows as? Is that the parlance of the industry is marbits? Yes, they're called marbits. Why not marshmallows? Because technically they're not marshmallows. Because they're dried. They're dried little marshmallow bits. Did you know that uh, Fruit Brute had to change their spelling to F-R-U-T-E because of the... Um, There's no fruit in it? Be- well, yeah, because it, was, it didn't even taste like fruit. It wasn't even fruit flavored. You know, I'm eating just a couple marshmallows or what do you call them? Marbits. Marbits. Oops, I ate all mine. Nicely done. Do you want me to get cups for the milk? I want you to talk a little bit more about the sensation of this compared to other cereals you've had. I'm going to get cups for the milk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get our first round of cups in our yeah. funnels. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's got kind of a Cap'n Crunch kind of thing, but it doesn't give you that residual aftertaste that Cap'n Crunch gives you. Yeah. A little bit of one. not It's not too bad. I have a feeling that the fruitier ones are going to get real bad about that. It does avoid that kind of skin mm-hmm. that that stuff can develop. All right. I poured my milk for that one out. That one is done. I'm prepping my Frankenberry bowl. Should we figure out a way to make these quantifiable? Should we give them a quantifiable number? Like on a scale of 1 yeah. to 10? Yeah. 10 being the best? Mm-hmm. What would you give the cereal? I don't know where the... I'm not going to give it a 10 because I don't know where the rest of them rate. But I think this is going to rate highly for me. Okay. Oh, well, so there, there is no rating yet. There is no rating yet. We'll but ultimately put them on a number ultimately scale. Ultimately, we'll put them on a number scale. But I will give them... An, based on my guesses of where they're going to be... Mm-hmm. Where they're all going to fall. If if I'm wrong, then we'll start using decimal points. But I would give this an eight. Okay. Fair enough. I would also give it an eight. 
Yeah. All right, you talk a little bit about it while I. There's no way you're leaving. I'm going to talk about you're not leaving any cereal in that bowl. No, there's I'm no not cereal in any of these bowls. There's no need for that. That <laughs> that funnel is getting dirty for nothing. That's fair. And also, these are bendable. Yeah, you can bend it. Yeah, so you're good. Look at that. All right, so that's number one for me. Do you want to drink the milk after? Yeah. Okay, fact, ready? I'm going to put... No, 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 no. I mean... No. Milk's going in here. Hal, I got a whole system plan. Don't all right, worry. all right. I'm going to leave mine out because it's not going to... I don't think it's going to get hot that quickly. Well, this isn't that long of a show. All right, we're now, now we're on to the Frankenberry. Right. These have both pink and blue marbits. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the blue is supposed to be. It's just a lump. Maybe it's the rock that the little girl was sitting on. <laughs> and then there are white marbits. That also have no shape to them, and they're li- all little bats, aren't they? They all look like little bats mm. or little half moons. The pink one, the pink one looks like a ghost. The box will tell Kirby. us. With looks like oh no, Kirby. that's that's him. That's supposed to be Frankenberry. Oh, that's him. That's well, I don't, the pink I don't see are... any whistle. <laughs> uh, while Hal is eating his first bite, I will tell you about Frankenberry stool, which was Whoa. a very brief affliction. That kids got until they changed the recipe for the dye in Frankenberry cereal. A little boy in, I believe, Ohio went to the doctor for stool that looked like, and I'm near quoting, uh, strawberry ice cream. And the doctors didn't know what it could possibly have been until they posited that maybe it was Frankenberry. They fed him a diet of nothing but Frankenberry, saw that it happened again, and made their conclusion from there. That is the scientific method put to its best use. Man, if I was that kid, I would be thrilled. I'd be like, you sure? You sure you got the results? <laughs> Maybe we should try it for another month. Now what happens if I just eat M&M's? <laughs> mm. This is fine cereal. Strawberry flavor works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is real. This is also really high up there for me. Yeah. I think it's okay. I'm more of a chocolate person myself. Mm-hmm. My memory of this was that it was worse than what I just had right now. Yeah. So I enjoyed it more than I remembered enjoying it in the past. So if, for me, if Count Chocula is an eight, which is what I would have given it as well, mm-hmm. I would say this is a seven. Yeah. I'm going to get cups. While you do that, I will give my thoughts on it. I think it's also delicious. I think it tastes like strawberries the same way that quick tastes like strawberries. It doesn't taste like strawberries, but it tastes good and with a slight hint of strawberriness to it. I will say it tastes, as a cereal, a lot more aggressive than Count Chocula does. I think that Count Chocula, maybe it's because chocolate is harder to latch onto. I know that Annie and I just made our own bourbons from a gift box thing that was like, here, make your own bourbon. I made a chocolate bourbon. She made a a chai bourbon. And the chai is so much stronger. It almost tastes like a liqueur Uh next to the chocolate bourbon where it's super faint. I think it's just harder to really flavor pack chocolate into it. So this, while really, really good, I'm going to give it, I think I'm going to still give it, oh, it's tough, either a 7.5 or an 8. Okay. But it is way more aggressive, I think. Fair enough. So you're going to pour that in, and then next we're going to try the blueberry, and then we'll sample the final three cereals, and we will come to a decision, because that is what we do here. Well, no, because we're still going to do the milk test. Right. I mean, we're going to taste yeah. everything. And then, yeah, of course, taste everything. Leave no doubt. Here's blueberry. This is supposed to be blueberry flavored. Mm-hmm. By the way, all of these look like cat food. It all <laughs> looks like a dry cat food. There's no, like, there is no cereal on, uh, uh, very few. There's like maybe one other that just looks like cat food. Yeah. Like it's like a brand cereal. I think it might be called X's and O's. Yeah. These don't look like ghosts. You know what yeah. they look like? They look like 
whatever is trotted around on the lime jello in Christmas Vacation. Yes. Ex- cat food. Is that cat food? Yes. I always thought it's that was – I didn't food. know if it was cat food or litter bits. Because remember was... they had the cat that bites into the wire mm-hmm. and gets electrocuted. Oh, yeah. Well, well I knew it was something yeah. cat related. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Booberry. I think this is kind of a nothing burger. Like, I get what they're going mm-hmm. for. I like blueberry flavor. I don't like blueberries. Like, this is like a texture thing in there. Yeah. I like sometimes I'll like, I like them in yogurt or in other things, but I can't eat them just like some cold blueberries. I like and this. this. Is, it's, it's really hard to pr- approximate and this is not getting it. No, it's not, it's not approximating blueberries. What I do like about it is that I think you're right about it. It's kind of a nothing burger, but I don't dislike that about it because what it tastes like is it's the quote unquote fruity flavor. That Frankenberry has, but in what tastes like a milder form, the way Count Chocula is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of shade on blueberries. Yeah, it really is. They're not as strong as strawberries, blueberries. Are. Yeah. yeah. Blueberries. You know that punching machine? I got that. Uh, the strawberry got like a 201. The blueberry got like a 133. <laughs> a 133. <laughs> the bag hit the blueberry back and knocked it out. We had to take it to the hospital. That's why it's a ghost now. It didn't make it. <laughs> It got killed by a punching machine <laughs> at the fair. The marshmallows all taste the same, right? Yeah, marbets are marbets. That's the thing is this is so mild mm-hmm. that it's basically like marshmallow cereal with a little bit of, of faintly fruit flavor. Here's why I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's sugar cereal. Yeah. It's supposed to have... Don't sh- go be Honey Nut Cheerios. Be bold. Yeah, be sugar cereal. The whole ad campaign at the beginning was we're the sugariest. Well, that was the 70s. That's true. This That's is- it. One of the commercials is just them smoking cigarettes while driving without seatbelts. <laughs> with the kids sitting in the front between them. You're sw- smushed in. You'll, you'll be fine. You're squished in. I'll stick my arm out if we come to a sudden stop. <laughs> All right. That one's done. I would give that one a five. Yeah. I'm going five for that too. Okay. Next up is Monster Mash. This was introduced in 2021, mm-hmm. which was the 50th anniversary of the first two monster cereals. And the box, which I have, like I've said, features the Fruit Brute, Yummy Mummy, and uh, Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula as a band. They're all playing music. This version has an update with Carmela Creeper as a DJ, and they're all just dancing. So they've put away – clearly this is another one of coked-up Frankenberry ideas. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll start a band, we'll start a band, we'll start a band. Frankenberry, please. Yeah. <laughs> you keep, you've suggested a band at least once a year. Great idea. Here's the great lie of this. This is supposed to be all of What's the – What's the great lie? Yeah, that's the – it's called Monster Mash. Yeah. The whole premise of this bowl of cereal is we are having – all of them together. We're basically going down the row at the world of Coke and just making the ultimate mix. I'm going to tell you what I think happened. What happened? I think somebody tried it in their tasting lab, threw up, because mm-hmm. all of those flavors together are a bad idea. And they said, we'll just make it fruit flavored and give it different colors. So you got different colored marbits. You got green and purple cat food. And it's all fruit flavored. Yeah. It's a lie. But the mar, and the marbits, they, none of them are flavored like anything, huh? Is one of the only sugar cereals I've ever bought that I haven't finished the box. Wow. All right. So I'm sorry you have to taste test this again. It just doesn't know what it wants to be. That's the problem. Tastes like Captain Crunch without the crunch berries. Yeah. I mean, sort of, but Captain Crunch is better than this. I don't know why I keep comparing everything to Captain Crunch in this. It's got that sort of tang to it, though, you know? Uh-huh. Yes, I, I know the flavor you're talking about. Yeah. This almost feels like it's a, like they took Fruit Brute, all the Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy that were just sitting in a silo. They were mm-hmm. like, just, just you know, 
dye it and throw it in a box. Because it's not good. If these had been the original Monster series, I don't think we would still have the... We would not be doing this episode right now. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's like Booberry minus any discernibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least Booberry, you're like, okay, I see they're doing a blueberry thing. I'll be honest. I might like this better than Blueberry. Really? Blueberry. Blueberry. Sorry. No, I like Blueberry better than this. And none of them are number one yet. They ain't kicked the king off the mountain yet. Mm-mm. All right. I don't That's enough my- of that. Pour out the milk. Yeah. That's... um. That's fine. It's, I think the most interesting thing, and I think that you were correct in your use of Monster Mash, which is really the most valuable thing about Monster Mash is the notion that they're all in a band together and the cover art on the box of Fruit Brute basically as animal in the Muppets uh-huh. or in the Electric Mayhem. Fruit yeah. Brute on drums. Frankenberry's on guitar, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankenberry's on guitar and then Booberry's on bass. Yep. Uh, he's got like a flying V bass. Yeah. Isn't Chocula on the keys? Chocula's on the keys. And I think, doesn't Yummy Mommy have like a tambourine or something? Look, Yummy Mommy is not gonna win anything. All right. Yoko Ono <laughs> is Yummy Mommy. Just came along like, oh yeah, do you want to screech into the mics for a couple minutes in between takes? Yummy Mommy, please. We're trying to record. Ah, yeah. Woo. Okay. We'll totally use that. We All promise. Right. It'll be in it'll be in Fruit Fruit solo album that he's doing. <laughs> All right, now I will introduce the newest fruit monster. This is Carmella Creeper. You would think it's caramel, but it is, it's supposed to be caramel apple, and mm-hmm. it has a, it has a real odor to it's it. It's really strong. The scent of this one. It smells like uh, a a Yankee candle. It smells yeah. It smells like a caramel apple Yankee candle. It I smells think- like the whole store to me. Like there's too much going on. <laughs> I this don't is, like it. This is a. <laughs> I don't like it at oh, all. Hal's face right now is so scared. You know, you look like you look like a kid who's about to get on a ride that they've never been on before at a theme park. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this could be really fun or this could be really terrible. I'm uh, very scared. I don't want to. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. This is what we do for you. And by the way, this character, much in the same way they've in, they invented the other ones through marketing. Of course, uh, while Hal is taking his bite, I'll point out that Carmella Creeper was introduced via a comic strip on the back of her very own box. While Count Chocula, Frankenberry, or Booberry are chilling in Count's castle, playing some Xbox, they hear a noise, they get freaked out. They go in search of what it could be, and it's Frankenberry's long-lost cousin, Carmella Creeper, rocking the joint, just DJing in their basement. No idea how she got there, but DJing to a party of zero, just waiting for them to show up. Then they have a big monster party. That's a great story. This tastes like um, what? Here's the here. Hold on, I'm gonna try it. No, try. Here's the question: If they're cousins, does that mean that she's animated from the corpses of the cousins of the corpses that Frankenberry's made of, or does it mean that they are like she was made? Like there's a brother of Frankenstein, or a sister of Frankenstein, or a bride, like a sister brother-in-law. Who had a kid? No, it wouldn't make sense. I don't. There's no version of this family tree that makes sense for her to be a cousin. <laughs> also, I don't like that they all look like kids now. Yeah, yeah, and it used to be they were all scared. Remember when they were scared of Booberry? Yeah, and then Booberry was like the apex of the team, and they were yeah. still scared of him, and they did whatever he said. Now Booberry is relegated to sitting on the arm of the couch while playing video games. That's because he's the size of a half a loaf of bread. That's true. Hey, half a loaf is better than none, my friend. And That's we did true. get to have some Booberry tonight. This cereal, I don't hate it the way you do. I don't think it has enough apple coming through. 
I was expecting Apple Jacks with a little bit of caramel. This is a giant blast of caramel flavoring. And I would argue that in a world where caramel and apple go well together, how did this not, how did somehow this cereal made apple and caramel not go together? It tastes like trash. It tastes like terrible trash. Shame on you, General Mills. Shame on you for releasing this in the world. The real monster is you for releasing this gross, rotten garbage, like a rotten core with burnt old sugar on it. Like nothing, nothing. There's nothing. And it's the smell. Yeah. The most powerful thing about it is the smell. It has almost no taste. It's really, really strong. The only thing that comes through is the taste of garbage. Well, I imagine. I've not eaten garbage. But I feel like if I did, it would taste exactly like what I just had. Oh. Yeah, that's not my... The character is cool. And I'm glad they brought in a female character. Yes. They'd been needing one. They had previously thought about doing one in the early 2000s, doing Bride of Frankenberry, or they were going to do like a Cleopatra. Right. Uh, but we all know how well Yummy that Mummy went. monster. <laughs> yeah. Cleopatra, famous monster and ruler of her kingdom what in did, real life. Why did they make like a Baba Yummy? <laughs> they could have done a lot of, like, there aren't female. Baba Yummy would be amazing. See? I have all the good ideas. Yeah. Fortunately, after that hellfire, Ruha Berry, it was so bad. That was so bad when we just ate. But fortunately, because I couldn't find Fruit Brute at the Target, that's right. I, Not available except in Tarantino movies. I was instead. I was like, well, I need a fruit-based animal to step in. Thankfully, this year above all years, everybody's mm-hmm. in on the Halloween. Yeah. Spook, spooky, spooky sugar cereal is a big, big game this year. Yes. And one of those people is Toucan Sam. This is the Halloween edition of Fruit Loops. So you have, fr- you have orange and purple Fruit Loops mm-hmm. with marshmallows of skulls. Is that skulls? They're little skulls. I thought they, I thought they're they were like little goofy. mushroom clouds, but I thought no. that's a really morbid spooky Halloween thing. There's, there are ghosts and then there are Goonie skulls. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 uh, this is, dun, I'm looking dun. for this to really rescue all this for me. Let's see. Yeah, those are Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. They taste exactly like Fruit Loops, and I've always loved them. Mm-hmm. The thing about Fruit Loops is, as soon as they get a little bit soggy, they lose all flavor. Mm-hmm. Flavor is gone. But the milk test is going to be really good for Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Mark, is there any way, wouldn't we be the monsters if we selected Fruit Loops? Mm-hmm. And Toucan Sam is the best monster cereal? Yeah, yeah we would. Like, that would be like us picking as best, uh, performer on SNL, Elon Musk from when he hosted. Oh, oh God. I'm just barreling through the cereal. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really even need to talk about this when it's Toucan Sam, but for some reason in this, uh, version of Toucan Sam, he is inside a mad scientist's glass tank full of some ooze. And he has been turned into, uh, his beak has had spikes added to it, like a stegosaurus or a dragon. Huh? It's, uh, it's a jarring version of Toucan Sam. Yeah, he's in Jigsaw's lair. Yeah, wow. There's a key somewhere hidden inside your skeleton. Yeah. You go find it. Game. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to go backwards. We're going to start with Toucan Sam's yeah. milk. We're doing snake draft style. Uh, you know, go one way and then back the other way for fairness sake. All right, here we so, go. So yeah, we're going to start with Toucan Sam's Fruit Loop milk. I don't like it. <laughs> it. You know what? I think the sogginess of the Fruit Loops is partly because so much of the Fruit Loop 
dissolved into the milk. So it tastes yeah. like corn milk. But not a, yeah, it's not enough of it. That wasn't good. Yeah. Bad, um, bad milk. Oh, now that's apple crap. Hey, we have to do it, man. This is for the people of the world. We got to do this. All right. You can do it. Maybe the milk will be really good. Who knows? No, the milk was terrible. Ew. I don't hate that. Ew. It's like I don't, again. I think the milk is vastly uh, better than the cereal was. Uh, uh, that's me almost <laughs> vomiting. Uh, <laughs> very bad. Shame on you. Shame on yeah. your cereal. Everything I, you say. Shame on you, the cereal, but I don't think the milk is that terrible. All right. Monster mash. All right. Better. Better. It tastes like what I wanted the Fruit Loop milk to taste like. Yeah, that's the, here's the thing. Is the Fruit Loop's not made the same way. These are made to create a flavor from milk. Literally, that was the whole. I think that's yeah. so cool to me. That's one of my favorite thing details about this is the culinary science that was invented for Monster cereal was let's see what it can do to your milk, and it's genius. And oh, I didn't even mention this part. Do you know why that was such a big part of the early versions of this? Color television. Oh, sure. They want, everybody was obsessed with colors. So it was like, it's going to turn your milk colors. It's going to make your milk pink. Spoiler. It's also going to make your poop pink. But anyway, the monster mash milk, pretty good. If you ask that kid, the tests are still inconclusive. Oh, we need more data. <laughs> this kid has been eating nothing but Frankenberry for 50 years and he's still alive. It's amazing. He's turning into boob. His whole body is pink. Barry, you're turning Barry, Barry. <laughs> All right, next is... Booberry. Booberry. All right. It tastes almost the same It as, tastes almost identical. It's a Monster yeah. Mash, which is, again, the big lie. Is that it's anything other than fruit-flavored. Yeah. Strawberry milk from everybody's favorite steampunk monster. That's right. The violinist. Yes, the cocaine-riddled corpse monster violinist. That's a contender. Yeah, it's good. It tastes like strawberry quick. Yeah. Again, it tastes like the fake version of what strawberries taste like. Yeah. It actually tastes surprisingly chocolatey. You think? I do. Why would it be chocolatey? I don't know. Maybe I just drank the chocolate milk. I don't think I did. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I mixed them up. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I wish it was more, I wish it had more chocolate in it. Oh. Yeah, that's good. It tastes surprisingly chocolatey. Is this where I tell you I'm on cocaine? <laughs> Why have you been playing that violin this whole time? Because I'm really good at it. Now watch me play baseball while I do it. Oh. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. milk? Yeah. Hold on. Mark, I saw your face. When you you know what? That. That, you know what that milk tastes like? What? As a kid, the carton of chocolate milk was always way too much. Yeah. The chocolate was too dark. There's way too much of whatever they put in there. Hershey syrup, whatever the factory version was. Yeah. My homemade, sometimes by me, usually by my mom, chocolate milk, just milk and Hershey syrup, mm -hmm. where it's a little milder. That is what chocolate milk tastes like to me. And that is what Count Chocula chocolate milk tastes like. That Frankenberry, I love you. Your mascot is, I will still contend, vastly superior maybe it's because of the cocaine hmm. cocaine does make people better oh my gosh it's the <laughs> the great improver they call it i think the cereal of count chocula marginally better yes than frankenberry the milk, the milk of count chocula is a perfect 10 yeah i almost swore it is a perfect 10 that's right people of the world you knew the answer going into this. 
if you were kidding yourself, if you thought it was any other monster than the chocolate one. Imagine as a kid, forget about strawberry ice cream poo poo. Imagine <laughs> you're sitting there. It's the seventies. Everybody has a bowl cut. You've got corduroy bell bottoms and a turtleneck on sitting on the shag carpet watching Scooby Doo. And your mother brings home, you've been a good kid. Your mother brings home a box of Count Jocula. And the first thought that goes through your child mind is I get to have chocolate for breakfast? <laughs> no way! And then when the bowl's done, I get to have chocolate milk with it? No way! Yes way. Thank you, General Mills. I'm going to forgive you for the cardinal sin of this new Carmella caramel Creeper. Garbage. This caramel garbage. <laughs> Burn that cereal. It should be buried next to the E.T. Atari games <laughs> out in the desert. Keep the character. Character's fine. But give her a new yeah. cereal. She deserves a better cereal yeah. than this crap. This ain't it, General Mills. This ain't it. But you got it right with Count Chocula, which is the best monster cereal asked and answered. I can't believe you thought you were drinking the Frankenberry milk. Said this tastes really chocolatey. But before that, you said it tasted like strawberry quick. Was that just like the, I think I'm going to have water and now I have Sprite and my brain doesn't know what it's doing I effect? Think, yeah, I think I, I... And then it took a couple of seconds and you went... You know what? That was weirdly chocolatey for yeah. strawberry milk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that Count Chocula milk is perfect. It's so good. It's so good. It's really, really well, good. Well, thanks to Ken Plume for this topic, I think. I think sure. this one just appeared in our text thread. Yeah. And we both, we all just jumped on it because we thought it was great. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us via email at we got this podcast at gmail.com or share all your monster serial theories in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash we got this podcast. Thank you to our serial monster, Ken Plume. He's also our producer and you can support him independent of the show at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Thank you also. To researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. Let's all grab a box, a bowl, a spoon, our milk of choice, a blanket. Let's all lay on the floor and watch cartoons together while eating sugary cereals and just being big kids, which is exactly what you give Hal and I the opportunity to do every week. And we cannot thank you enough for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we can do this together, Hal, because we're in the same room. It's going to happen. This is so exciting. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you. 